When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's whimsically volatile. Oh, hi, Craig. How are you? It's your girlfriend, Devin, right here, present, attended. Attending as well, because you're, you're attending to quite a few things, right? Because you got a show coming up on the Digital Drag Fest. You got a Digital Drag Fest? It's it, amazing entertainers. Uh, Handsome Matt and I will be doing March the 30th in a show called Watch Thin People Eat. Guess what we do? Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, hang on, give me a second because <laughs> the title's a little oblique. So um, you might as well go ahead and tell me because I can't quite work it out. I'm telling you right now, Craig. Yeah. We're going to be doing tasty songs about food. And we had a rehearsal yesterday and we eat the song, eat the food that's mentioned in the song. You eat the songs that's mentioned in the food. That's good. That's good. It's a Correct. new concept. Uh, yeah. Almost... Almost got sick afterwards. Just to let you know, uh, it's all ages, but it's going to be PG-13. But still sickening, as you just said, because you almost threw up. I was gagged. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like your commitment to the dedication of of being gagged, being sickening. You know what I mean? Some people just do it with a look. You're doing it with food. I'm being ironic because I do not have a gag reflex. Ah, yes. (laughs) I have that uh, on my resume as one of my special skills. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know, in this economy. So I thought it would be a fun activity to do henna's. So Handsome Ned uh, and I were doing henna's. And I said, I, I close your eyes. And I created this beautiful piece of art on his forearm. And he opened his eyes and said, that is true art. If I was going to get a real tattoo, that would be it. And then I gave him my hand, Craig. Yes. And I closed my eyes and he did his Hannah tattoo magic. And when I opened my eyes, guess what he had written across my knuckles? It was the word tits. Oh, well, how lovely. <laughs> it doesn't come off. So March the 30th is Monday, but uh, as uh, just as an entertainment courtesy and to keep all these stay-at-home friends amused and entertained, Craig, every Tuesday and Friday at 11 a.m. Hollywood time. Hollywood time is a very special time, isn't it? Yes. It's like metric time almost. But the show on March the 30th, if you could please, I rarely ask for anything, but if you could please support that, it's an online ticket. You have to buy 100 notes, which is $10, which is how much our show is. But 100% of the merchandise proceeds go to GLAD. Oh, terrific. Yeah. I've heard of them. They spread cheer. Ergo the name. Exactly. Exactly. There's two A's because that's how cheerful they make people. How are you feeling in your head, Craig? How are you feels? Or what are your feelings? My feels? Well, yesterday was uh, not so great. Not Yesterday was not good. Yesterday was one of those days where everything took eight times as long to get started as normal because of the wave of uh, depression slash anxiety slash the thing that everyone's feeling now at different stages. Uh, and it was probably triggered by Trump's tweet uh, let me pull it up, actually. Hold on. 
Uh, while you are pulling up that tweet, I'm just going to let you know at this point, um, I'm not doing laundry because it's a communal laundry and I worry that people are cleaning their car, like putting their car mats in there. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, putting yeah. bath mats. Also the problem with uh, them touching the machines, that's also a problem. <laughs> yes. So I've been wearing my swimsuit around the house. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Now, what type of swimsuit? A one-piece, a bikini? Well, just to let you know, I'm a very modest, I'm extremely modest. So my swimsuit has uh, a full turtleneck and it, it, it covers the ankle. I, I, my, I don't want you blushing when you see my ankle. It's almost like a long bloomer, if you will. I see. Well, listen, I'm glad that you warned me about the uh, exposed flesh because... You know, I'm very, very sort of prim, proper, and delicate with these things. And um, if I had just seen that without the sort of warning, I uh, without the disclaimer, I might have fainted. You might have had the vapors, indeed. I would have had to have set you down on your fainting Chesterfield. Yes, indeed. That's right. And uh, so I appreciate that. You know what was canceled, which I have to say, I just love doing so much, was drag queen bingo. Obviously, drag comes in many forms. So I was a caller for live drag queen bingo. Um, But there was a really cool thing. Bingo Boy created a game, drag queen uh, bingo. And it's a board game, and it's super fun. I know he's got it at bingoboyinc.com, and oh, that's cool. only $20, including shipping. It's really cool, but that I really miss doing that. I miss the live shows. I miss um, hugs, hugs people. I really, really miss uh, hugging quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, you and I could give a virtual hug, perhaps in a circle that would be like a, a bukkake hug, uh, just a unity circle. <laughs> I think that's a wonderful idea. And by the way, very wholesome. It's it's almost like uh, we live on a compound. <laughs> yes, or or a cult. One or the other. <laughs> Isn't it always come back down to it? I think I so. I hope people are keeping their spirits up and finding things to do and being creative. You know, we're doing all that we can on our end. I'm putting out content. You are putting out content. Yeah. And those of and those of you who support uh, Thunderbonds and the Hot Dog Club and Patreon, uh, on behalf of both of us, thank you so much. We know that your jobs were affected. It's, you know, a lot of what Craig and I do, a lot of our work is in home. We don't have a nine to five sort of job. So it, I I can empathize that it must be extremely different Yeah, that you don't go into your job every day. Right. I mean, I'm thankful for the fact that I am used to being in my apartment a lot. Now, I'm obviously a very social person. Um, I don't know what the split or the ratio is for introvert, extrovert. But, um, mm. you know, because obviously I love uh, meeting the folks and uh, being the, around the peoples. But I can also spend large amounts of time uh, by myself because I've done that for a long time, making the show, etc. But um, I definitely miss the option <laughs> of seeing people. So And also feel... Um, for the people who who are used to being around people all the time. I was talking to my mom earlier this morning, and I was like, who gave you this number? Um, No, what I actually was saying to her was we were talking about how uh, she's currently on her own in Florida because my dad went up back to Massachusetts ahead of her, and so then no one could travel. So 
for the first time, both of them are by themselves. In I mean, the first time, not the first time ever, but obviously, but the first time in many, many, many years. And so it's an adjustment process for her as well. And um, what she said to me was funny. She goes, I just wish, you know, there was someone there that, you know, you could talk to if you needed to. And I said, well, I know you think about that every now and then. But then when I think, gee, I wish there was someone here, I then think, and thank God there's no one here. Because <laughs> uh, uh. I've lived with people before, and uh, I prefer oh, this. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had a crap Ola um, roommate, Ugh. and you're... And you're beholden to it. You have to be nice to each other and share TV time. At least one of them, uh, like if you were living in a roommate scenario, had a nine to five job, so you didn't have to deal with them all day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, the other trouble is some people's roommates are not with the program in terms of what we have to be doing right now to keep ourselves safe and sound. A friend of mine, Austin, who lives in New York, Woke up uh-huh. horrified to find out that his roommate had a grinder or scruff uh, hookup over. I would absolutely. I would be mortified. I would. That would. That's a. Oh my god. That's I know. Mental, why? Why? And then the whole issue too is like the dynamic and politic of how do you then address it without freaking out on them? Because obviously, I mean, I would be livid, but then you have to sort of approach it in a, well, gee, we're going to have to get along together. Basically like a shitty work situation or something. Right, right. Um, If we could just backtrack for a second, Craig, when I think of you, I think of you as a glad hander. You know what I mean? You're you're a man of the people. When I look at you, you're like a warm hug. Oh. People come to you, and then they hear your voice, and the, and that's melt. That's melt territory. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's lovely. Well, I have to say, you are a beacon of love and light, and you always bring cheer to the hearts and minds of everyone that you encounter. I, I certainly hope so. That's pretty much what I'd like to do for a living. Um and I think I must get it from my mom because she's back on her Amazon. She, I, she just realized what Amazon was. And so I walked her through it. I, you know, I got onto her computer remotely. And honestly, she was like, oh, I need some buttons. I'm like, do you really need buttons right now? <laughs> do you need some buttons? She goes, oh, oh, I'll take some luminol. I'm like, what the, do you have a crime scene? <laughs> what do you need luminol? So I can see where the bleach didn't <laughs> clean. <laughs> like, oh, wow. What are you doing? Yeah, and she's oh look at these lollipops. I'm like those are breast milk lollipops. So uh, it's just they have breast impossible. milk lollipops on Amazon. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I know I'm where, sure. I, where I'm going after we hang up. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's very brutal though for people that are not just incarcerated, but it's a, uh, a medically in, um, isolated. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, very difficult, especially those who yeah. are you referring also to those with um, immune system issues and uh, other health yeah. complications that would make this um, terrifying situation 10 times as terrifying? Yeah, because there's also elders who, sure. you know, had a, a lifetime of behaviors and, you know, their immune system just may be down and because there just isn't enough testing 
you know, you have to take these precautions and take them seriously. Right, exactly. It's no joke. Yeah. No, it's not. It's you know, not. If we can help you in any way, I want you to just come and listen to He's got, obviously, you need to go through the back history and catch up on the older episodes, but there is so much robust content coming out. Why, thank you. And Ed, the same with you're you welcome. as well. You know, if you're looking for some entertainment, you need a smile on your face, go to devingreen.com or find her on Insta or Twitter, and you'll be delighted with what you see. There's quite a, a flood of enchanting and delighting, delightful comedy. I've been putting out every single day ridiculous photos, yeah. videos. You know, uh, it's, it's my job to entertain, especially I feel like you folks are all the troops and you know I'm here to entertain the troops. Yeah, and we're all in this together. So everything we can do for each other is uh, what we should be doing. And what we are doing, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a doctor or a nurse. I have no information to give at all whatsoever. That comes from other people. So we all do what we can do in our particular field. And you know, um, you mentioned the Patreon people before, and I like I like to remind yeah. everyone this series is brought to everyone uh, exclusively by Hot Dog Club by the members of Patreon.com/slash Craig and Friends. And if you would like to be one of those people. Head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends and see what option works for you. And if you would like to support the show, but you're not in a financial position to do so, because it's a very trying time right now, um, if you'd like to, uh, just boost the signal and um, tweet about the show and how you feel about it. And also, if you'd like to mention that uh, whoever sees that tweet can find me and message me, email me, etc. I'd like to have as many voices heard uh, and viewpoints expressed as possible. So if you are looking for a way to support the show and, like I said, can't do it financially, that's a way to do it. And and, and the same goes with uh, anything that you want to support, anyone that you want to support yeah. online during this time. Because all the performers, like, thankfully that digital drag fest, yeah. it's $10 tickets straight across the board. And just to let you know, we have the coolest thing we ned figured out how to have an active green screen behind us while we perform now oh so, great you know er, every tuesday and friday 11 a.m those are free shows the one thing i am going to ask is if you could please kindly help us out on march the 30th yeah um, definitely i again. bought my ticket for sure yeah thank you very much we truly appreciate it absolutely um so if you you know what craig why don't why don't you send me a logo and we'll put your logo behind us for one of our live shows? Oh, that'd be amazing. That would love that'd be fabulous. Thank you. And I, I was wondering that's what also. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a fab idea. Now, uh, I'd also like to point out to everyone that the free shows on Tuesday and Friday are totally different than the one that you'll be seeing on March 30th. Correct. We're doing our actual live stage show <laughs> from our living room. Yeah. Uh, and it's called Watch Thin People Eat, and we actually eat and play. And possibly get sick. So you never know what's going to happen at this exciting show, and that's why it's the $10 ticket item. They don't vomit on the free show. You don't give that shit away for free. Uh-uh. Gagged. Uh -uh. I'm gagged. <laughs> so, Craig, I have a question for you. When you get I'm down- I'm not taking any questions right now. I'm sorry. But okay, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make an exception because uh, we're friends. Question yeah. in the back. My hand is up. When you find yourself down or, or overwhelmed or unclear on 
the information to, on how to absorb it and you're looking to people, you're looking for others, where do you find your main solace? How do you get yourself out of it? Where do you go for the root, the basis? Because you're the voice, you're the leader of a nation, but where do you oh, go that's sweet. to Thank A, you. get yourself out of it and B, get yourself back on track? Well, let's see. I'm not sure if it's Pornhub or you porn. No, uh, I uh, yeah. I watch a movie. Uh, I watch a movie. Yeah. And that's what I did yesterday, although it took me ages to get around to actually watching the movie because I was, you know, posting about yesterday morning's episode with Gabby Dunn and just all the sort of regular stuff was like, it was like I was moving through molasses and uh, even to get back out of bed because I laid down on the bed and listened to some music that I find very therapeutic as well. I've mentioned on the show before this series anyway, about Todd Rundgren's Bang on the Drum All Day, which is the song that sort of mm. was the catalyst for me to have my first big cry about this whole thing. And then I had another one the day I taped with Gabby afterwards. I listened to Bang on the Drum All Day and it, almost as instantly as I put it on, it started up and um, I just listened to the song a number of times. And then after that, I listened to Todd Rundgren and Utopia's One World, which is a, a song that I closed the Gabby show out with. And uh, it was yesterday's hop Bop of the day. And uh, that's a very beautiful song. Uh, it's very bittersweet, actually, right now. But anyhow, I watched Into the Night last night. And I find mm. also that an, a film from the 80s is instantly comforting to me, uh, not because I've seen it before necessarily, but because there's a certain aesthetic, there's a certain sound, there's this camera work for instance like the work in repo man or uh, paris texas or to live and die in la to name three that were done by robbie mueller uh, as cinematographer yeah. or yep. um even just seeing la in the 80s so into the night is a john landis film and it's loaded with fabulous cameos everyone from jim henson to david bowie to john landis himself and it stars jeff goldblum and michelle pfeiffer it's a terrific romp maybe i'll put it up for movie club uh, which I've also oh. been uh, overloading lately. I've been t putting up tons of movies for movie clubs so we can all have tons of stuff to watch and talk about. You know, because we actually live in Los Angeles, when there is a film that even denotes LA in any way, shape, or form, yeah. we're like, oh my God, I've been there. Oh my God, I've been there. Can I tell you what has actually made me laugh out loud and today almost brought me to tears? Please do. It's on FX. It's called Dave. And there was a, a song, you th you might have thought it was a parody song, but he's a rapper and it was Lil Dicky. Okay. Now people are going, oh my God, Lil Dicky, I love that song. Well, this TV show, this last episode on FX talked about being bipolar oh. and it was so unexpected and so amazing because it's been a comedy. It's it's just one of the funniest, best freshest things i've seen it's called dave on fx oh, cool. and i it's it's actually made me laugh out loud and today even while i'm laughing out loud there's this heart-wrenching moment about uh tega uh t-a-g-a who's bipolar and it was just it was just heart-wrenching and uh I just highly recommend it. You get the the best laughs, but his song, Lil Dicky, he's a white rapper, but he's got a small dick. <laughs> so he's being honest with his uh, branding, which is nice. He's he's very neurotic. It, it's very funny, but he's really like that in real life. It's really great. His songs are really funny. Uh, the people who know what 
know what I'm talking about are like, oh yeah. But when I, I was just shocked to see what a great, it wasn't like a, um, a, a rapper trying to act. He's just, if, if I had no clue what he had done online, yeah, this is just a top, top of the line, super well done. Um, just exquisitely well done. Great. So it works even if you know the thing in real life and if you Correct. don't. So, yeah, yeah. So and, and to that point, and you kind of answered it already. So when you're in those kind of moods, what do you do? Do you, you watch things, listen to things? I, I usually play music and I try and nip it in the bud. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. try, you know, I have to say, I, I, you know, you and I had discussed this before my thermostat was set, so I don't have a wide range. Of, oh, pardon oh, me. They're coming for you now. They know where you are. I'm sorry, Devin. I used my other line to call them <laughs> and let you know, but I've been keeping you on the phone this whole time so you wouldn't scurry out the door. So it was nice talking with you and uh, have a nice time at the home. My my thermostat was set to not have a wide range of emotions. Mm-hmm. I'm usually just happy dappy that's really just how i am i could have the worst things in the world go on which in the last couple of things have been really brutal you know i you and i were privately talking yeah you know i do go to funerals and horrible things happen i just don't put that out there and um so my temperament my nature is such that i i I try and i i just don't have that in me i just lack most human emotion. (laughs) <laughs> right, which I think is one of the most appealing things about you, which is why the people love uh, what you put out there in the world. And uh, especially on March 30th, they're going to get a lot of that icy, uh, aloof, Mary Tyler Moore and ordinary people kind of thing. You know, I, I always just wanted to be a mannequin. I only ever wanted to be two-dimensional. I think I've succeeded in that. Oh, so basically they could do a remake or reimagining of Mannequin but flip it. So you're a person and then you're desperate to just be transformed into a mannequin. And then Andrew McCarthy or Jonathan Silverman, if you're more into mannequin two on the move, or actually rather Hollywood, that's who you want to have hanging around with you. Hollywood could just take you around under his arm, uh, decorate you and then voila. And do you remember the female from Sex and the City who was in it? Oh, of course. How could I ever forget Kim Cattrall? Kim Cattrall, you got it. Yeah, she had shot a lot of things up in Canada. Well, those Canadians, well, you know, you're one of them. They'll shoot anything. <laughs> you know, oh, hey, you got a web series? Come do it up here. You, you can do it at Niagara Falls. We'll turn the falls off if you need. Hey, we got a camera, eh? Come on up. It'll be great, eh? I can do that. I'm allowed to because my parents are Canadian. So I have a pass on that. So yes. I don't want the Canadian defamation groups coming at me right now, okay? Here's some nice things, Craig. In certain areas of Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. people have kids. Kids aren't going to school. So they're going on walks every day and there's a new topic every day. So if it's puppies, you put a picture of a puppy dog in your window and you just say what corner you're at, not not the house or the street. Okay. And the kids have to the kids have to go and look for the puppies in the window while they're going for their walk because they know it's at that corner. Are any of them wiseacres and say how much is that little doggy in the window? Oh, you walked right into it. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Well, because that's the song the kids love to listen to these days, right? It's it's funny the things that it's come hip. back from the past. It's yeah. now. No, but that is a really that's a really sweet 
that's a really sweet thing to do for the kids. And so I do, you know, you know, balloon dolls and stuff. I make them anatomically correct. I leave those in the window. Well, certainly. I mean, you know, your attention to detail and your dedication to truth is one of the things we love so much about you. My balloon animals are uncut. <laughs> Learning a bit about preferences and things. Sure, that's what the show is also about. Yeah. It's all good. And, you know, pets, too. Uh, a lot of pets aren't used to having so much home time with sure. the owners. Right. Yeah, that'll be a strange adjustment process uh, later on when things get back to normal. But cats and dogs, you know, they're uh, very adaptable, probably more so than humans. Well, that's true. And I'm sure that they're loving all the time with their folks. I was wondering, based on what you said about what the kids and the, and the dogs and the uh, questions, I'm interested if you have a question for the audience that they could respond to in the yes. comments or email. And by the way, email me at whimsicallyvolatile at gmail.com with lockdown feelings in the subject header. I'd just like to note also that some people have sent me beautiful emails that took me a little while to find because they were not titled lockdown feelings. So just in the in, for the sake of uh, ease of collating, please put lockdown feelings in there and I can get to them a little bit faster. But anyway, do you have a question for the audience? Yeah. Please let us let it rip. My question to the audience is this. Um, well, I was wondering what your comfort food is. A lot of you mm. are now making bread and you have the time to actually make these at-home meals. I'm curious as hell, what are you making? I'd love to see photos of it. You know, we have our show, Watch Thin People Eat on uh, March the 30th. It'd be great if you could join. And if not, it's $10. If not, we do Tuesdays and Fridays for free. But I really want to see what you're cooking, what you're making, what you're baking. Are you into design? Are you, you know, this is the time when I, I don't want to see restaurant meals. I want to see your meals. Sure. Well, you know, I think a lot of people were put off from getting restaurant meals as well because we didn't know whether or not the virus could be transferred right. via right. meals. But I heard Dr. Agus on Howard Stern saying that actually delivery food is okay. Obviously, you have to take the proper precautions with the packaging. But other than that, it's fine. And so I actually drummed up the courage to finally order Cake Monkey because yesterday was what I call a Cake Monkey Day. Um, one of the things for my self-care when I'm feeling that kind of really fucked up mental head cold kind of, oh, I tried to nip it in the bud but it did not work right. uh, kind of yeah. things is yeah. I got some cake and that helped. And I had a little bit of the weed, which I'm uh, new into uh, having or having it agree with me anyway. Um, it's all about the right strain, but also I've got a ton of CBD gummies, which are terrific and terrific. And if anyone out there has access to them, get some because they help you calm down and they, they're not druggy or anything like that. So that makes them undesirable for a lot of people, which I understand. But for those of you who, uh, can't deal with the THC and I normally can't deal with a lot of it. So that's a good thing to have. My question to the audience has been in the last few days, and I'd like you to answer this one, Devin. This is based on a clip I played from David Letterman with Billy Idol on the show. Would you like to hear it for a point of reference? Yes. Yes, I would. Point of reference. I already can tell you right now, Craig, my answer is going to be Coco Peru. Oh, interesting. Coco See, I didn't know Peru. Billy Idol had a song called that, but you know, there you go. You know the discography better than I do. I think most Canadians uh, celebrate the works of Mr. Idol Maybe a bit more furiously than, than Americans do, on a regular basis anyway. You're a big fan of his cyberpunk album, as a, of course you, oh. you talk about in the press a lot. 
didn't he he started in the like 70s i think he's in the 60s right now but yeah. he started in the 70s and i want to say he's an english um singer songwriter musician uh but this he is all true he started in a band called chelsea or Gen X, Generation Gen X? X. There might have been, I think, yes. a band called Chelsea uh, around the time that th- maybe. And it's funny, I just read his book, but I did not retain that part of it. However, I did retain a lot of the other stuff. Like he was the first artist to issue a single digitally, a major artist anyway, and also on floppy disk. Really? Yeah, he was way into the cyber world thing and the cyberpunk thing, which is why he ended up making an album called Cyberpunk, which uh, didn't do terribly well, but uh, it's still interesting. His book is a really great read if anyone's looking for a book mm. to read. I've recommended it on the series before. It's quite good. And let me see where the hell this clip is because it's interesting. He had an accessible, he had a glam punk image. It wasn't that harsh, they smell like um, garbage bins. No. He was like the quaffed punk right even his name idol it was a departure from the johnny rotten or rat scabies type of nomenclature i like new york yeah yeah because it's wild now do people uh, when when you're uh, out in public and in the streets and so forth the people come up to you are you bothered are you a security problem well the drug dealers in west forth call their drugs by my names and my songs like there's white wedding cocaine and rebel yell quaaludes and <laughs> dancing with myself smoke and stuff so yeah people recognize me everywhere really. <laughs> you, you must be a very proud young man <laughs> what song drug combo or corollary yeah would you make from his catalog i would say eyes without a face Gabby picked this one. Now, what drug would you put for eyes without a face? Uh, I don't do drugs, but if if for, I no, just from to... what you know of them, for, you know from what yeah, the word yeah, on the from street. what I know of drugs, um, Molly. What what does that do? Do you mm, know what that does? You know, well, no, Molly's a kind of a heightened, excited. Um... Oh no, no, no! What would erase you completely? Well, see, this Maybe is funny. Electroshock. <laughs> Well, you could use that. Gabby asked if ketamine would be appropriate for eyes without a face. And based on my readings, uh, I said yes. You know, of course, this is all just theoretical research that I've done online, uh, uh, which is why I know that stuff about Molly, of course. Um, Yeah, so eyes without a face and ketamine, that's a very popular one. So I think that that would be the definite uh, popular name for it if drug dealers were to go back to referring to their wares with Billy Idol song titles. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a good drug person. I'm well, so no, that's sorry. part of the reason why it's fun to ask you because even what your assumption of what a drug would do. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's fun too. It would give us a different answer, and not that ketamine erases you, but uh, when people get into a K hole, they're in a whole different universe. <laughs> what about money, m- money, money? Would that oh, be money, like money, money, money? Uh, yeah, gee, that's a good question. Um, Tarragon, because that's really expensive. Oh no, that's spices. <laughs> Tarragon or let's say Adderall for Moni Moni. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. And uh, you know what his real name was? William Michael Albert Broad. That's right. Billy Broad. Right. Billy Broad. He was really cool. He influenced a lot of people and he had influenced, was it Japanese street dancing? 
Oh, really? I know Elvis was, yeah, Elvis was a huge Japanese street influence. A lot of uh, people that their moves and all that, groups yeah. that would look like Elvis. Did, you know, d- double check on that. But I think Billy Idol had the same sort of thing as well. Well, yeah, he was wildly influential. And it's kind of funny, I think Huge. because his output sort of faded out for a while, I think people might yeah. forget about that. But his videos, I mean, were incredible and so influential. And uh, Perry Lister as well, his longtime companion during that era, a choreographer and dancer from the Hot Gossip Troupe, one of my very favorite uh things in pop culture who by the way is going to be doing a show uh with me at some point um we don't know when obviously right now and maybe it'll be a facetime audio call or something but uh i was talking with her in london and yes yeah, she's committed to the show as uh arlene phillips also has committed to the original the choreographer for hot gossip yeah. and known for many many other things including choreographing the pet shop boys film it couldn't happen happen here wow. and the village people movie Oh, gosh. It's so funny. I was just playing Village People today. You know what was interesting about the YMCA song? What's that? Written by a heterosexual. That's right, because the lead singer would write the lyrics. Uh, I think they would have like concepts. They would say, oh, we want Jacques Morali and Henri Bololo, or Henri Bololo, would have sort of a concept for what they wanted for the song, but they didn't have the facility with the English language. And sometimes the lyrics were straight translations of their French lyrics, which leads to some of their more awkward lyrics in some of the songs. If you uh, scan the lyrics and then listen to the, the record, you can hear what I'm talking about. Not just y, not, not YMCA, but some of the others. Um, and they have some spectacularly awful songs too that I love. Like I think my roommate, that's a terrible song. Um, there's a few terrible songs and we'll get into some of those. I'll play some village people as we go. Cause I'm fascinated with the whole village people history, particularly sex over the phone, which of course is not just a hot bop, but it's, um, the forecast for the foreseeable future. That was co-written by Bruce Valanche. What? Yeah. Yeah. No. Isn't that wild? Yeah, but Victor Willis, I believe, was the original cop in The Village People was the main lyricist. And there's oh, a huge falling out between him on. and the rest of The Village People. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. It's a mind blower for sure. Now, hold on a second. I, 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 you should double check what I just said. I thought... Oh, no. Victor I Willis thought... was absolutely straight. He was married to Felicia Ayres Allen Rashad. Rashad. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Who many people know as Mrs. Yeah. Huxtable on the show that no one can enjoy anymore. The former Cosby show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's absolutely been erased. Yeah. For, for such a groundbreaking show, it's now been erased. Yeah, that's right. And canceled. That's right. I know. But different world. You can still watch a different world somewhere, sometime maybe. And he was uh, the creator of that show, but it starred Lisa Bonet. Have you seen her daughter? Yes, I believe. Yes, I have. She is starring in the TV adaptation of High Fidelity. She's just stunning. Oh, absolutely stunning. She, yeah. Very good actor. Very good actress, as was Lisa Bonet. You know what I didn't know about her when I was watching Drunk History? Uh-huh. Lisa Bonet is funny, funny, funny. Her timing, you know, because she, she, her whole upbringing being on The Cosby Show, really to get that far to be on a show, you have to have it some special skill yeah and it's some innate timing yeah yeah she's very she was really funny watching her on drunk history she was hilarious oh i have to check that out drunk history if you need some laughs 
I highly suggest you go there or, of course, Key and Peel. Oh, sure. One other uh, thing about Lisa Bonet, when she started dating Lenny Kravitz, he was actually going under the name Romeo Blue. And he wrote that song for Nicole Kidman, which was? Ooh, I don't know. Tell me. Woman. It has woman in it. Oh, I have to look it up. Lenny Kravitz wrote a song for Nicole. Remember, they were dating ever so briefly. No, I didn't know that. Wow. Lady. Lady. It was called La- uh, Lady. Oh, He was okay. engaged, actually. Oh, my God. Wow. You know, he has a house or had a house. I'm not sure if he still owns it, where it was two houses joined together Basically, one was normal house. The other house was fun house. So every room in the fun house had a different theme, a different kind of um, almost nightclub type setting, like one room was all white furniture or one room was like, uh, you know, beanbags and Indian patterned draping, etc. And what joined the two houses was a fur lined red perspex tunnel. <laughs> that's crazy it's yeah the song was called lady 2004 oh oh, okay and he also co-wrote justify my love the madonna track oh he did really yeah yeah really oh craig what would i do without you (laughs) no slightly less about lenny kravitz than he did before right and i think that sums it up i built this garden for us just listen to that song if you play it once i guarantee you're going to play it over again. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the so Mama good. Said album is fantastic as well. Let me ask you this. I know that there's a lot of people that money really affects them. Do people, you know, there's people like Seinfeld who obviously don't have to continue doing stand up comedy. Yeah. But he g- still goes out and does stand up comedy. He's one of the richest performers in the world. Right. And then. You know, and then there's people that just drop off the face of the earth who you think, God, they have so much more in them. I wish they would share that because money really affects a lot of people that you lose the struggle of that. I'm going to fight. I'm going to overcome. And then the songs turn into leave me alone. I want my privacy. (laughs) Yeah. Well, only the finest artists get into that paranoid star trip thing where all their songs were about how hard touring is. Um, But I think Lenny's still doing stuff. And I know that he's branched out into acting. And uh, I think has a few foundations in all of that sort of thing. I do love seeing people like Seinfeld still do it because it's what they love to do. And they still know that they have to go and work it out at the clubs. I like Seinfeld's quote about being famous and you go on stage. Oh, yes. It'll only buy you about 30 seconds. And then after that, you're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. You can only rely so much on your history or your previous work. I hope people are forgiving and give people some grace. And, you know, people are acting crazy right now. Really? I'll tell you, there was nobody, there was nobody at Costco because they had a huge sign outside and saying, we have no toilet paper. We have no water today. I'm sure they were getting more shipments in. So I was like, this is the time to go in. So I went in and I started doing cartwheels down the motherfucking aisles. (laughs) Well, listen, you gave the security camera viewers something uh, to live for. You gave them a little boost. (laughs) Just to let you know, I was wearing, because I don't have uh, protective gloves. So I I bought a pair of rubber gloves, like dishwashing gloves. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I've got like a bandana. I look like I'm going to rob you and then clean your dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got a delivery from the weed shop the other day and they had to use my card when they got here because there was a difference in the address from the card address or no, there was a difference in the delivery address and, and uh, billing address only that it said road on one of them and it said RD on the other for my street. They called me and they go, oh, listen, he's going to have to use the card reader when he gets there. I was like, excuse me? Um, but I had a bleach wipe in my hand. I had a uh, newly fashioned mask made out of an old t-shirt around my face, rubber gloves. No, plastic gloves because my uh, lovely neighbor, Kieran, had gifted me a baggie full of uh, mm. the gloves. So yeah, I mean, listen, we have to. Yeah, got to do what you can do to be preventive. Here's one helpful thing. At last, Devin, Finally. <laughs> Use. Sorry, go I ahead. want you double knuckle knuckle deep on this. Use your knuckle if you have to touch a keypad or a phone or anything oh, like yeah. that. If you, I don't know, why would I even say that? If you have to use a payphone, use your knuckle. Who uses a payphone? At this point, if you're using a payphone, maybe there's other things and precautions you should be thinking about. Oh lordy. Lordy, well, listen, Craig and I are here for you. Yes, we got indeed. more content coming out. We're going to keep you entertained. We're going to get through this together. Damn it! That's right. You're going to be swollen with content. I'm swollen right now. I've got a beefy hood, fully engorged, <laughs> wow, and, and ready for action. <laughs> so, Devin, I want to thank you so much for chatting with me today because I know that there's a lot of preparation and uh, lab work going on in preparation for the show. Thanks so much for chatting. It's always a delight to talk to you. And I'm sure live from lockdown and whimsically volatile Craig and Friends listeners will be hearing you again sometime soon. And especially if you're in Hot Dog Club, because we taped a bonus episode the other day, uh, fully recounting my journey in London. I'll be honest. I was just listening on that one. I was sitting, I was eating popcorn going, oh my God, <laughs> even though you and I are friends, I didn't know the deed. I was really just listening. Oh yeah. it's it's. This was a monologue of epic proportions. Go listen. <laughs> Thank you. Well, listen, I spalled and grade her, you know, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I didn't Susie Kurtz it yet, but soon. Take care, friends. My hot dog is your buns. And what, what more can we say to that than thank you? All right, Devin, I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> love you, friends. Bye. B bye, Craig. Bye-bye.